draft I'm an beer. old Milwaukee guy, Steve, and like I always operate oh, on the okay. I I operate on the um on the knowledge knowing that if there's blood on the paper, then I'm okay. If there's blood in the bowl, then we got an issue, right? So there's oh, there's a few things we need to talk about. <laughs> we, we need to unpack here. Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And I'm Ty Boisano. Hey, gang, who do we got in the new studio today? Who do we got in the studio, Jackie? Well, we have one of the most hilarious people in Vancouver in the country. Goddamn right. I would say Steve Letts, everybody. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> if you don't know him from the fantastic album Burger Queen, then stop this episode, go listen to that, and then yeah. come back. <laughs> Thank Hell you. Yeah. Solid plug. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yo, you're fucking hilarious, man. Like, I remember watching you before, like, yeah, getting into like fully stand up. Like, goddamn. So we're super pumped that you're on this. Th- yeah. 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 Happy to be here. Really Everyone's happy. Why we try to get a good comic on the show? So this oh, is very yeah. lots of good yeah. comics. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and that's the other thing about you—you're a fucking sweetheart too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you having me in the new studio. I didn't know that this was a new setup. It looks yeah. very professional as fuck. Yeah, uh, it is my living room. Just showed me his uh, mushroom uh, growing uh, uh, capabilities here in the home, and it's fucking involved it yeah, got a little intense it got a little intense yeah. over you uh, more square footage to mushrooms than most people do to like uh like that i i would argue that you have more space for mushrooms than some people have space yeah. oh totally totally Absolutely. hey but here's the difference the here's the difference i could have a human living there but the humans don't pay rent as well as those can no judgment yeah. I, I was just like I yeah. was impressed by the the scale of your operation yeah. uh, it well, just got a pretty big operation yeah. organic mushrooms by the way I'm not right. ratting anyone out <laughs> no, here no no like, no the, the dude digs spores yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah. was actually the old studio and we got we got evicted by the mushrooms okay. yeah. Yeah. we did get evicted by the I will well, say the though the podcast starts turning a fucking profit <laughs> when we talk about that room come back manscapes Jesus Christ I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say it Jackie, it's all your goddamn fault. Okay? Yeah, because <laughs> we were I in know, there when I, I, and Jackie's like, oh, like I think I had like a lot of blocks in the like mm-hmm. my little fruity chamber. And she was like, so when are you gonna get a second tent? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I and then I thought about it for eight hours. That's why he's that yeah, guy. Few weeks oh. later, he's like, so what do you think about moving out to the living room for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great out here. No, totally. Yeah, no, I was stoned the whole time. I had no idea that there was like ulterior motives and stuff like that. But I like to see like the passion. <laughs> in somebody like when a friend just gets into something all of a sudden you never really know like um i'm i half-ass a million things right like i have guitars on the wall that i don't really know how to play same you know what i mean right um, <laughs> like i play poorly but exactly like, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. couple chords of shit ty masters that kind of stuff right when ty gets into mushrooms he um devotes like uh and, and like you said a, a more room than most people have square footage in their life like right? i said people don't you understand know, I, I, how i became a drug addict and i'm like imagine that much dedication to <laughs> a substance yeah. oh, no i mean if you if you added amphetamines to the mix man, oh, oh, but, but, yeah, oh my yeah. god like yeah. a shrine built a throne built out of the mushrooms yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. that would be the problem i think no there'd be no money like, for anything yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's such a waiting game right and i don't know about you guys but when i'm cranking down you know what i mean i really everything <laughs> is cranking down. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, it's, it's a, there's a sense of urgency to everything that I do. Sure, sure, you know, sure. Yeah. No, and that's true, because you were like, here's the thing. So I break this millet down, and then I pressure cook it, and then I put it in the fridge, and then boom, nine days later, I wait nine more days. Like, oh, this, is a, this is a very, I, man. That is, I love, like, you, I've been, of, I've only been doing it for like a con. year, yeah. but I like, I've only been doing it for a year, and it's like, I'm just, like, I've, I've got, like, I've watched a gazillion videos and all this stuff, <laughs> Steve just broke it down the best I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Well, nine days later, we get to wait nine more days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do is. appreciate your passion for it. And like my, my husband is the same way, but it's always like a sport. Like he's into curling okay. so much that oh, he, okay. he records curling. And yeah. wa- do you have any idea how much fucking curling they record? That Man, way? it's yeah. all it's over the place. It's on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. When we got into softball, he's watching yeah. YouTube tutorials on how to swing a bat. Like, That's what's so great about it. Whereas I just like, 
show up with like a little bit of heart and, and expect to coast by on charm. And if yeah. that doesn't yeah. work, and, I'll quit. Yeah, and exactly. and yeah. 99% of the time, I bet you're it crushing it yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Steve, like, you, 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 I mean, yeah. you might like uh, you, you might have just passed yourself up, but you're kind of built like an athlete. Like I bet in the box, you could probably, well, you know, probably yeah, crack I, a dinger I, or two. Uh, one, one or two, yeah, but I'm predictable. Mm. I, uh, I always hit to the same spot. But once in a while, yeah, I still get it past him. You going right? I do. I shank right. I think I have a wonky swing, but I'm strong that it's strong enough that it doesn't matter hey fair so, enough yeah. if you can get yeah. it deep enough there like i think if you could kind of pepper the um you know like the the, the middle ground or whatever mm-hmm. and just advance bases and stuff like that that's that's really the need. game yeah. yeah you need well, somebody in the dugout that can now do that. that i'm yeah. like uh, uh on the doorstep of 39 like as you mm-hmm. as you pass 40 like you you can't be a power hitter forever so oh, you yeah. either right. learn to place it or you blow your shoulder out and <laughs> you know like <laughs> become it. addicted there's nothing worse than not being able to go to work because of a softball game like oh i blew my shit out yeah, like, or the oxy yeah. injury that follows it you know or the, the oxy addiction that follows <laughs> exactly. that injury you know yeah. what yeah. if you do um th- it's always funny when um uh i had an ex that got super into softball in the okanagan and vernon it's massive so they always have this um uh, uh tournament at the top of the hill there they have all these um fields where everybody comes in from all over the province to compete beer league softball and it's the funnest event but they have ambulances lined up because of how many guys are blowing their knees out sliding into home and oh, shit like yeah. that or, MCL and ACL or all even, day even oh. just taking off from like once you connect and taking off towards first base you yeah. just like you just hear people's fucking Achilles pop <laughs> yeah, like, oh because it's, it's when people these who don't people... work out for the rest of the year all of a sudden start exactly. sprinting yes. all of the, and yeah. like yeah. nobody stretches before or after everyone yeah. scolds each other for not stretching but doesn't stretch themselves yeah, yeah. the same everywhere and they, they have the, the the base run through rule which is so fat guy baseball that i absolutely love because um um for fans that uh, for, for people that don't know baseball you can run through first base you know what i mean to really yeah. sprint to get there but everything else you kind of have to stop on second stop on third and um not in beer league softball i guess because so many injuries that you can that's if you, sorry, get, that's if you get up to speed then you can't stop on a dime on second base or whatever because you'll blow your shit, shit out right so yeah, yeah. you can have a fat guy really run through every base <laughs> and wow. slow down the appropriate yeah. You can still yeah. run to, as fast as you can to that base, but it's going to take you a little bit of time to, to get to a stop, stop yeah. right? Which is hilarious to watch, but I love it. Yeah, I've heard recently that so many of those like injuries, uh, it's the explosive like power without the explosive strength to back it up. to be superhuman, like yeah. while being a fat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. why you can't. <laughs> Why you're fucking your shit up? Yeah, I can go zero yeah. to sixty pretty fast, but I go yeah. sixty to zero even faster. Yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. 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 When you're not running and shit like that, though, I remember like the first. I remember just like joining a softball league and then fucking just booking it around the bases. And the next day, I was like, okay, like you don't right. want you sprint, sir. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm oh, giving all of this knowledge yeah. as somebody that just drank on the sidelines. I never actually competed on any of the teams. <laughs> I would show up to a practice and I actually hit one home run, best moment of my and life. And then you're done. But not in that's the, the problem, though. You exactly. see, you peaked. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, I have a lasting rib injury from coughing too much this flu season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We really really fucked my shit up. We put our athleticism to the test one time over the Christmas break, and we just realized (laughs) that we should probably, you know, we should should get out a little more, (laughs) I think. Steve, what are you doing to stay uh, stay active, uh, knocking on the door of 40? I'm just I'm just mixing it up and doing a little bit of everything these yeah. days. Like I, I have a gym across the street from where we are, and since I got sober, I'm at the gym a lot. Like mm-hmm. I don't. It's yeah, it's a great it's, replacement. I I, I I didn't realize like I have I have a ton of energy and no fucking hobbies, so right. I just yeah. I yeah. go lift heavy stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, also I've been like I've been doing like a little bit of Pilates and a little bit of like hot yoga and fun. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Like, just to like just to burn calories so I can earn sleep at night. That's really yeah. all it's about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you find if you don't, then the brain just doesn't turn off? Yeah, man. Oh, I have okay. like I have I have um like uh board, like maintenance insomnia, so I can fall asleep with relative ease the first time, but I wake up every three hours super wide. Oh, mm. oh and it's man. and it's Very worse. Similar, yeah. It's worse if I if I don't exercise a lot. Like if I if yeah. I if I yeah. can get if I can get a solid burn in every day, it's yeah. more manageable at least. For sure. Totally. Yeah. I think I need to look into that because a lot of the um, there's a lot of cool things that are happening in life, but the fact that I'm gonna have to like work my job for you know what I mean an extended period of time or whatever is 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 pretty. Um, like it's it's so clear to me, but I'm 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 looking at the future so much that I'm like. Um, oh, I just have to kind of get through this one job that I'm on right now. But I work a pretty physical job. So then after that, the idea of like 
getting my heart rate to a point. You know what I mean? If you work like eight hours where you're just, you know, you're where you're doing physical shit mm-hmm. um, and then kind of, but not getting like that, like endorphin release or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Then yeah, coming home. And I think the fact that I smoke like way too much weed in my thirties too, is probably like um, uh, messing with that because I'm looking more forward to the nap in the end of the day and then kind of staying up through the evening. Cause I'm terrible at sleeping at night. I had, yeah. I had a problem last night, actually. I don't know what, uh, shit, how do we, how do you, how do you, how do you combat that other than getting physically fit? Is there a way that I can do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking will? myself into uh, fitness yeah. right now and I'm not into that. <laughs> no, I mean there, I, 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 I use fucking melatonin and magnesium and shit too. Like I, I, I do everything I can to do just nap? try and get you to nap guy? No, I'm not allowed to nap. Ooh. Like yeah. napping fucks with your do sleep you, drive. So you're, uh, if, if, if okay. you nap during the day, you're less likely to sleep through the night. So oh, I live for the nap. I, yeah. I've, no, I and like, fucking, it's yeah. like trying to stay hydrated throughout the day, but stop drinking at a point so that it doesn't make me have to get up and piss an extra number of times that yeah. like being 38 already, like there's one guarantee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, beat it, yeah. So, yeah. Just all this shit to take into account. And you I just hate, put the like, beers down, I hate having to put still, so much yeah. focus into like getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Like there mm-hmm. are some studies that say that like, uh, like uh, uniphasic sleep, I think that it's called when it's like one, solid period throughout the night is something that's relatively new that's mm. not something we always did and right. it's you know like back in the day people got up for a few hours in the night I'm like yeah but those people lived to be like 60 didn't they that's probably yeah. a, a yeah. factor <laughs> we don't want to go back to that yeah. so I like ever since I got a Fitbit I'm always like tracking how much mm. I sleep but then if you're getting uh, consistently bad sleep then you're like losing sleep over how little sleep you're getting that's you know? right. like, it's just, oh, it's just another thing to fucking to feel about. inadequate for doing yeah. poorly totally it's, yeah. I just I hate focusing on it but i still yeah. want to do it well yeah so you and yeah, i have a similar timeline yeah. as far as like, like i'm not that much younger like i'm 35 and also been like sober around the same time i'm california sober but it's like california sober meaning alcohol and weed no 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 just weed okay same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. And, then, and, and mushrooms, mushrooms. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay. I've, I've tried mushrooms uh twice since getting sober i've been sober three years as of january 1st like get awesome. it i said get all, it all you're one of the you hey man drugs. that's fucking all awesome. and hard drugs because it's i mean it's yeah. whatever you take yeah. what you need from it but yeah. um that's huge man no mushrooms are not fucking for me at all really like, yeah the, there's there's not a dose micro enough mm. for really? mushrooms i always panic so yeah, I hear Just you, and weed. I don't. I, I don't yeah. want to say they were like a a big part of my recovery, but definitely a part of my recovery. Mm-hmm. Like well, and like to, like just uh, specifically just one particular time, and I did a different strain of them than I'd ever done before too, uh, a different genus of mushrooms that I've ever done before, and that was like on top of therapy, meditation, yeah. working out, a whole bunch of other right, shit right, right. to like you know. So this was microdosing. No, this was a macro dose. This, <laughs> was, this was like, was we got dose. work to do. And we're going to do work today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those kind of situations. Uh, and then I really processed it like afterwards. But like, it wasn't like, I know a lot of people that like contribute, they're going to one ayahuasca trip and they're fucking like, they're fixed. And I'm like, ah, not the case. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was I've done a lot of hallucinogenics before yeah. and still wanted to do cocaine. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I look at it yeah. as like drug use. And if you've ever like mixed drugs and stuff like that, like cocaine and mushrooms in a Shambhala situation is one of the fun that you'll ever have in your entire yeah. life. I think it's learn to right. use them as a real like kind of tool and yeah. because i'm yeah. so in tune with it I, I just do feel in tune with them i'm able to use them as a like i know when i'm just like oh i just want sometimes you go into being like i just want a happy like i just want to laugh a little bit and like mm-hmm. mm, whatever yeah. whatever yeah. and then <laughs> the, sometimes the mushrooms just have a different idea yeah, of like what like you actually need that day no, no. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's like yeah. oh you thought you like, it happened yeah. to me yeah. i mean like two sundays ago or that i was with my girlfriend and i had two grams of this bean and me mushroom that are like really strong psilocybin mushrooms but and I was like, I'm just, we're just going to have a good chill day at home or whatever. Small it was like, yo, dude, I went into fuck some fucking up. shit. I was so yeah. crazy. But yeah, but I was like, it was super like good. But I'm, again, I'm able to kind of use them in that kind of way, but not totally be like, oh, they're the sole reason why I'm staying yeah. clean totally. or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's crazy talk. That is. Yeah. 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 Because that's the thing, like, um, I think with, uh, like, if you, um, were you just finding that, like, was it too much for too long, or was it, like, a rock-bottom situation where you're, like, where you just kind of went like know, before too far I got too sober? Fast? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was a, it was a, it was kind of like I had been flirting with sobriety for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had done a, uh, you know, sober September or a dry sure. January, mm-hmm. and I did a three-month period, I think, in 2018, and felt great and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. felt physical differences and like um emotional differences and uh 
So I had just kind of been like thinking about it because I like the thing is it always snowballed back to the same point. As mm. soon as I start drinking within a month, I'm back to drinking as hard as I was yeah. where I'm having yeah. like a magnum of wine and two tall boys a day. Mm -hmm. and, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. expensive yeah. and I yeah. looked tired totally. and yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just, yeah. I felt like shit. I felt winded putting my boots on, you know, yeah. like mm -hmm. I just, I felt so worn down for 35 years old mm -hmm. and I'd been going hard since 15 and I just yeah. sort of figured like, I, I think certain people can be moderate and I think certain people have to be abstinent and mm -hmm. like I don't I don't see myself ever being moderate with booze and I don't also like working in restaurants for a lot of years you, yeah, you we, see you yeah. see regulars Mm -hmm. dying before your eyes mm -hmm. when you yeah. work in yeah. bars you see these yeah. fucking people succumbing to cirrhosis after totally. years of casual mm -hmm. alcohol abuse and you know dropping dead of heart attacks at 54 years old yep mm -hmm. with kids they haven't spoken to in yeah. years and i'm <laughs> yeah. like i'm yeah. not fucking doing that totally. yeah. just yeah. yeah so it wasn't it wasn't like a rock bottom situation i had i had a, a series of rock bottoms sure. i had some very embarrassing situations mm -hmm. I've, I've lost jobs and stuff yeah. uh, because of of uh alcohol and drug use but um, ultimately like I quit on new year's day, like thinking like, I'll try this for a year and see how I feel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> if, if it feels right, then I'll just keep going. And that's what I've, that's how it's been. And so weed has stayed in the picture. I would like to be completely like raw dogging reality. And mm -hmm. I admire people who do that. Yeah. And, yeah. um, uh, I, you know, I would like to get to that point eventually, but, um, I've allowed myself to fall back on weed use and just like, mm -hmm. if, if this is what it takes, then so be it. Like the yeah, worst I'm thing right. that ever happens when I consume cannabis is that I overeat and I underachieve. And yeah. neither of those are great if you do them continuously, but mm -hmm. it's not the same thing as like, you don't like, you don't destroy relationships and mm -hmm. at least yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 And it's just yeah. never, I don't, I've never smoked weed and been like, I'm going to call a co-healer. Like, it's also just like, yeah. and like, I don't know about you, but like when I was using and like how quickly weed gets bullied out of the way by oh, <laughs> the bigger <laughs> drug, like cocaine <laughs> comes in, it's like move over, you, you fucking yeah. pussy. Like, yeah. 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 Talk to you in the morning. And I used to delay smoking weed because it would totally. make me think about all the horrible decisions I've oh, just made yeah. over the last weekend or whatever, right? right? Like, yeah. totally. Yeah, there's nothing was, like uh, that reality check at the end of the weekend, or like even walking home and um, like like living for the party or whatever. But that party always kind of ends, and like the Monday morning birds chirp, walking home, or oh, you know what man. I mean, right? Like all those. <laughs> I can't. It's the idea where you're like, I can't believe this is fucking happening again. You know what I mean? And I think in like um, like dabbling or like um like working on moderation or whatever. It's it's interesting because with me and Jackie, like we met, like, you know what I mean? At film school, definitely like surrounded by booze and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And then kind of like living together now, it's how does um, like, uh, like where do you see it going like long term? Because um, I got gifted a bottle of whiskey um, for Christmas and I was very excited about it. And it's like, um, it's a, like a Texas Mickey, like a handle, like two mm -hmm. liters of Crown Royal. That's I'm a like, lot of whiskey. Fuck yes. yeah, dude. I was stoked. <laughs> like, we're going to have whiskey forever. <laughs> um, so it's what, January fucking 7th. I got like a quarter bottle of that whiskey yeah. left. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just like having it in the house and like that. Casual. Oh, I always try to have a bar. <laughs> I was oh. like, I'll be one of those guys with a bar. <laughs> like, I did yeah. a lot of empty bottles. Yes. <laughs> never, yeah. ever yeah. in my life did I try to keep a bar. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I've never thought myself capable you, of that. Uh, when you, uh, when yeah. you yeah. emptied yeah. the one bottle, like you you either, like you're struggling because you you have like a uh, okay i got like a quarter bottle of gin or whatever that's just left over from that one night and half a bottle of vodka here and then you bring something else in it's when you like um you know because you'll kill one bottle and then bring one back in or whatever right but eventually there's gonna come a time where you're gonna open up that drawer and be like we're fucking this whole like this whole thing up tonight yeah and oh I've, yeah because you get home from the bar and <laughs> i've like, done yeah. it multiple times yeah, yeah exactly and you just like um you know you just kind of get into it and i think that that's the um, it's the the danger of knowing where I'm capable of going and where I like to go rather than where I'm just like kind of comfortable, you know, getting through the week or whatever, having a couple of drink at shows or, you know what I mean? It's um, that yeah. part is mm -hmm. fine, but oh my goodness, am I capable of just not answering my phone for a couple of days? Oh, sure. And, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it's like that, those are the, you know, like the few and far between ones or whatever that, um, you know, you kind of like wanting to get away from, but surrounding myself with um like not even like we're just high or whatever like my dad's been sober for you know what i mean 25 years or whatever jackie's dad's too like there's so many you know strong sober people or whatever that give you good advice in your life and i'm just like cracking another beer while i'm soaking it in <laughs> yeah. i mean everybody uh, on like, their own time if that is their path you i know? think so such a case-to-case yeah, exactly. case basis of how yeah. people yeah. process it like genetically and then situational stuff sure. how you brought out yeah. there's so many fucking variables yeah. it's so different from person to person that's so why i can never like knock any type of way that someone has gotten clean like i'm not a, i'm not i'll be honest i'm not a big uh aa guy yeah. but i know a lot of people that have gotten clean that way sure. and it's yeah. like i can't possibly shit on this pro program that i've gone through but it's like mm -hmm. i don't 
I can't hate on it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Man, if it helped this person. And what the fuck? Who am yeah. I? Totally. Like, well, you know? I mean, like, the same could honestly be said of like religion. Some people, yeah. some people have successfully used faith to get a, out of horrible crippling addiction 100 so be it and i mean a lot of people's problem with aa or na is that it is largely uh kind of faith-based faith yeah. there's yeah. a there's a lot of mentions of higher power god whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um and i i'm i myself am not like working the steps or whatever but i have like attended groups and they've been great mm-hmm. of course yeah it's like so, you yeah. surround yourself by other people that are success, people that have been pretty successful yeah, at it. yeah i think i think the language has changed over the last decade or so from being like uh completely dogmatic and like there's there's only one way to do things mm-hmm. too i think a lot a lot of people, uh, regardless of how they themselves are doing it, uh, agree that like take what you need yeah. and you know yeah. uh, for sure whatever you can yeah. Yeah, do what you can. Well, I think that's like, like the, exactly yeah. like my dad. He's yeah, 35 years sober, <coughs> and he credits like AA with his life. But that being said, he doesn't like follow that anymore. Like he doesn't go to meetings anymore. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like do the steps or whatever. But he like for a period of time it was like what he needed but then yeah. totally you know, kind of didn't it. do it like yeah. it's like yeah, yeah whatever you I think uh, like that's yeah. a, well, it, for you know it's everybody kind of takes what they need from it right but I think the like um, something inspiring from it or whatever that I see my dad doing it's like it's the constant um, like service or whatever right that's so he's done so much for him that he'll still like they've left whatever um, like group that they were in and kind of like found their own because these guys have been you mm-hmm. know getting sober together for you know 30 years or whatever and they'll introduce new people into the group and stuff like that and they have like a running joke or whatever there's always a spot for me at that pizza hut when i get my shit together or whatever you know and it's cool knowing that like um you know that there's a knowledge branch always kind of extended or whatever and people that kind of do this um not only for other people because they see the therapy that it helps them mm-hmm. so like um you know what i mean he um, my pops works a intense job and he's an intense guy right and raw dog in life as you say is fucking very difficult to do when you're you know replacing you know serious addiction with just life right and mm-hmm. then kind of getting through that day when it snowed like snowmageddon or whatever i asked him like how long it took him to get to work and i was like well fucking two and a half hours took me to shovel the fucking snow and i'm like you just had to shovel in your dr- your driveway and he goes no fuck you know me john i had to go yeah. all the way around the house to the back and the alley and all the <laughs> shit neighbors like, well, you yeah. fucking do this to yourself right and then but because of that like the he knows that on tuesday or whatever there's always like uh you know what i mean a place to at least get that off the chest and shit and like i you know so you can I I've been to a few of those meetings myself trying to find, you know, what to, you know, what what am I going to do or whatever and um you know the I probably not being ready at the time stepping into those rooms or whatever because you're hearing a lot of these stories and you're like fuck man I don't even have half of this. Yeah, that's <laughs> a dangerous yeah. game to play in an yeah. AA yeah. meeting. I'm like I'm the cool, comparison man. you're like, "Well, I didn't good. black out and wake up Two years later, married in Georgia. <laughs> Man, I thought I had a problem. You should see these fucking losers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no. That, if anything, uh, I wanted to bring my notebook and be like, fucking hey, punch up my bits for some of these guys' experience. Yeah. This yeah. guy's depressing. It makes me want to have a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've left, I, like, no that wonder joke. you drank so much. Uh, have yeah. you ever left an AA meeting and like fucking, and like the, the, everybody's kind of standing outside afterwards having a cigarette? You go like, well, who needs a beer? Yeah. She's never bombed harder. Than oh, that. yeah. <laughs> 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 so I just knew I wasn't ready. <laughs> it, is yeah. a, it is a cool place to be at, though. Like, again, I'm like, I'm the same. I'm only like three years, so it's quite young in as far as, you know, being sober and all that stuff. Yeah. But I also being like being a person who, yeah, mid to late 30s. To being a little more, this is the most in tune with my body I've ever been. Like, as far as knowing what I need and like, you know, I, I can know when it's like, you need to have a fucking salad today or like, yeah. you just need some <laughs> greens or like, you just yeah. need like, oh, fucking water's really good right now. Or like, True. you know what I mean? Like, just knowing a little bit more and li- being able to listen to my body. I feel like before there was so many chemicals yeah. washing through me that I was yeah. like it was yeah. impossible to communicate and or also yeah. like uh, more specifically we're talking about bowel movements here right <laughs> sure. like the, sure. this whole like oh I oh, don't Steve, have diarrhea multiple times a week this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time I shat so frequently that my asshole tore from over wiping yeah. oh my god that's not a normal part of life you guys that's not. beer that's Dude. just draft beer I fucking I had old beer. Milwaukee guys Steve, and like I always operate oh. on the I, I operate on the um, on the knowledge no that if there's blood on the paper, then I'm okay. If there's blood in the bowl, then we got an issue, right? So there's oh, there's a few things we need to talk about. <laughs> we need to unpack here. Okay. First of all, are you guys not on bidet yet? Okay, so we, we're, we're, we're trying looking to get into a tushy. Yeah. We're looking into a tushy, yes. You guys, no, don't get a tushy. F- okay. Fuck no. them and their marketing. Okay. 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 Get, okay. Just get one of the no-name ones sure. off okay. of uh, Amazon or whatever for 60 bucks. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Any bidet yeah. experience I have had, 
Marvelous. Oh, no, I love yeah, it. yeah, never oh, a bad bidet. I almost people who are yeah. not on bidet don't realize that they're, like, they're walking around with barnyard butt. Like you have, you have no idea. Like, uh, you have not yet been liberated to what it feels like to have a clean ass. And like that seems that seems like uh, overzealous. That's not hyperbole. It's really like you're gonna use less toilet paper. You're gonna feel cleaner. You'll That's never uh, wipe yourself raw yeah. again. I always kind okay. of feel like um, I like uh, maybe if it was like a like a class structure or whatever like that I'm bred in. There's some things that um, like I'm. Just just not like oh, you don't, that's think, not you don't think you're worthy of a bidet uh, Johnny sometimes because I shit in blue porta potty outhouses at construction <laughs> sites or like, so there's going to be a time that if I so when you're if, at I, home. if I go if I, I can't let myself get um get, get <laughs> too accustomed to this comfort yeah. because one day it's going to be taken away from me and I'm not going to be able to, to stomach that so I'll live like a Neanderthal because I don't think that you know what I mean I'm going to have this luxury forever but maybe I just need to forgive myself and other people you, like forgive you. You, you, you don't deserve it uh, even for a time or like you mm-hmm. don't deserve that joy for you know what I mean like I it think might that get or you just don't want to fuck yeah. with high don't, society don't, don't, well, is that your own judgments on what a bidet could do for you yeah. I don't want to abuse the power because it's so good and I just spent when we went to Seattle I spent 20 minutes just washing my asshole just like on and it mm-hmm. felt great as a plumber, how do you not love a bidet? Yeah, right. You I had a roommate. Right I had a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mozzie. Did an episode of the show. Fantastic mm-hmm. writer. Um, it, he had um, um uh, he, it was yeah the bum gun it was yeah. culturally he's like why does anybody fuck with bidets like just white people or whatever right so yeah. it's always um, tin lorica also to tin's credit has has had a bit about how like white people uh wipe their ass wrong and like about bidet usage and other sure. things <laughs> for a long time ago so shout out to tin that's their bed um absolutely i think that um the the thing is is that when it's um like when it's hooked up straight to the um to the cold water coming in um, this was an actual bidet that you sit on. This is basically just a hose that comes and you kind of hook yeah. it to the side of the toilet mm-hmm. and then you take it like um, like a vegetable washer on the side of the sink and you just <laughs> take that and you just blast your asshole with it and it's the greatest... <laughs> Like cool down, especially like in the summer during a heat wave oh, or something. Yeah, Get the love fuck it. out of And as a clean yeah. freak, those ones are great because you can use it to spray the inside of your bowl when you clean the toilet, clean which is not something you can normally do. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. That's a good tip. Um so like I think that it's something that I'm 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 definitely open to and um I wanna I wanna treat your butthole the way that it oh, deserves that's to be treated. Very nice. So, so romantic. Very sweet. <laughs> Such a sweet eye. Yeah. <laughs> because it's dinner time. I do think so right but like I mean I, well, I'm, I'm an adult now and I think like the the, the butt play has been um, like dropped off significantly in my um, in my later <laughs> life and I think that if that's something that we can introduce that can maybe bring that back then maybe it could be dinner time for you too <laughs> okay well we'll we'll talk about that <laughs> not on the internet Johnny not that was a internet. resounding no <laughs> <laughs> We used to do fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Speaking of people who probably get their buttholes licked, Josh Homme, Queens of the Stone Age, my friend, you brought in a fantastic record. Um, But uh, do we talk, where where do we go? Do we talk about the music first or we talk about the man? Um, let's talk about the Do music. We talk first. about that you look a little bit like the man. I was gonna say, you know what? I have been told that once or twice, and I'm flattered. He's a, a babe, um, <laughs> uh, man. for sure. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I chose this album because I'm a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan, and this came out back when I worked in a record store. Mm-hmm. Um, back in like 2001, not just any record, not just yes, any record. at AB Sound, the beacon, yeah, the purple Stereo. building. When it you was, see it, you know, it was the coolest. Uh, AB uh, Sound was the shit. There was yeah. like a, there was a jazz room and a classical room. That's the yeah. kind of square oh. footage just CDs had. Oh yeah, wow. it was like it was huge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and uh, there was this nerdy guy in the warehouse who I used to like middleman weed for, and he uh, told me that this was my generation's uh, white album, and I still don't know what he means by that, but I <laughs> fucking love this album. Yeah, not so even the best fun. Beatles album, which is I don't understand. Yeah, like. Why you're like repping that? If he would have said Abbey Road, it would have made more sense to me. I get the White Album, whatever, but like, what are we talking about? You have such a hard on for the White Album. I don't understand. Yeah, people I, had yeah, such a hard yeah. on for this album when it came out. It felt like this was like the new breath of rock and roll, like where it was almost kind of coming back, right? Definitely, like um, the Foo Fighters have always been there. Um, as like a punk rock kid, I looked at this band, like stop trying to shove this down my fucking throat because like everybody <laughs> that is a fan of like rock and roll music or whatever, um, uh, it seems like. 
from my perspective, it was either it was kind of like my like my dad's generation, and like um, everybody that was older than me was either like well, I'm gonna, we're gonna listen to like ACDC or like Iron Maiden or whatever like the, the the you know your quintessential bands are, and then anything that Dave Grohl does. So like we're big right. fans <laughs> of fucking Nirvana or whatever, and then now the Foo Fighters come through, so it's more like you know mainstream or accessible rock or whatever for my generation. And when Queens of the Stone Age came out, just because he's in the back with like on the drums, it was a very cool video. Um, you know what I mean? The, the yeah. third track on this album. Yeah, and I remember being like. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> More Dave Grohl? Yeah, no, but exactly. I mean, but he hits silly. so fucking hard. I listen know? to it. And really the first yeah. time that we he's like in as far as uh like public is concerned, see him playing drums again since Very the death right. of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Absolutely. And everyone and everyone like lo- you know loves him as a front man, but uh, like you know he he hit so hard. He's such a magical drummer Fuck that yeah. it was that it was evil. just so exciting to see. I know what you mean, even just mm-hmm. seeing the little piece of him in the video, you're like, yeah. "Oh, fuck yes." Especially yeah. people like around right? like I definitely listened to Nirvana. It was the first CD I had was like yep. was the unplugged album. But again, it was like a little like I was pretty young to be listening to like yeah, yeah. Nevermind and stuff like totally, that. Yeah. So this was like a glimpse into like really what I, you know, maybe missed a little bit of. I was like, oh, this For is sure. fucking Dave Grohl on drums. It was such a big fucking yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. But then just this band is so tight and the music, the composition is so great. I'm just going to say the guitar tones alone are what like, I think that's why there's a lot of classic rock kind of dudes that like yeah. really identify with this shit. Cause it's like, he goes back to using it, the same way Grohl is like that or of yeah. like, Analog this and fucking old school fucking this real tape all this all this kind of shit man yeah like they're a band that um like uh, like like rock and roll kind of exists but for whatever reason like they fucking hit so hard almost like uh, like the Black Keys and well know, and like, I think a they're a band that you would classify people... as a just as a rock and roll band you know what I mean like there were so many like you know with you know grunge and alternative and whatever like you would never have like Queens of the Stone Age were just like oh this is a fucking rock and roll band yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah something very classic about it it's super yeah. classic oh about definitely it. all whatever, those guitar like, misconception I had or like uh, preconceived ideas uh, got shoved up my ass uh, when I started listening to it <laughs> back it is a fucking very good record right yeah and I, I mean yeah. every single album they have is mm-hmm. uh, very fucking well made like the rated R would have been a good one to do uh, too but, what, but whatever the, uh, yeah it's just what's the fuck- alleged, what's the one with the light bulbs on it light bulbs is that just a, like a cartoony kind of light bulb oh era vulgaris Maybe oh, I don't know. Me. It's got uh, "If yeah. I Had a Tail" on it, I think. Yeah, which is a fucking great song. So many amazing songs, and they mm-hmm. and they just record like in the desert, right? That's like yeah, whole yeah. Jam. There's always that, that kind of like cool. spooky desert vibe behind everything. They Big do. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For, for some reason, for me, it's like kind of a, a continuation of like. There's always been spooky desert rock. Which we just like, did. We just talked about the cramps. Really? Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, but yeah. as far as like, but even like 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 smart like sure. like weird desert rock like yeah. like Zappa mm-hmm. and fucking Cat. Captain Beefheart or all those mm-hmm. desert yeah. bands from like the seventies, and I feel like this is just like a newer kind of like. Totally. Not it's not even Zappa s, but it's like that whole desert vibe. I, I don't know how it carries through, but it, it does. And I, it's I understand awesome. what you mean. I yeah. totally do. Well, there's yeah. something like cool, like unapologetic about it that it is like um, as 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 like mainstream or whatever as I thought that it was when it was like being like marketed to me or whatever. It was like, well, this was probably the most commercially something. successful album. I think like they, they made a big push for this oh, one for sure. For right? Big time. Yeah. yeah. But it's unapologetic and it is what it is. Right. Like it is, um, you know, so much so that like the, like the lead, the front man of this band or whatever is almost like, um, like he came like 10 years too late. And I think that was rock and roll antics or whatever. People are like, he, he gets so shit on mm-hmm. where he would just be one of the mix, um, like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago in a mix with all these other rock stars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, like he beat up a haberdasher mo- in London yeah, a couple mo- months ago. <laughs> what the fuck is a haberdasher? It's like he makes hats he, or hat something. Yeah, yeah. Josh Homme beat up a hat maker? Bro, there's a lot of, he's in the news, man. And I will, I will break oh, no. it down for you. I feel what you're saying though. I was this like a problematic d- choice? Should I have been <laughs> reading the news? I was so happy that you said it because I was like, let's talk about it. <laughs> I should no, know. Do. I'm going to go along with this because I, I kind of agree with you sure. like I feel like he just does rock star shit yeah. totally. and people don't tolerate rock star era. shit anymore yeah. exactly. you can't just yeah. smash a hotel room and people are like that was fucking dope people are like you know someone to clean that up <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah, right? like, right? everyone's yeah. just such a bitch now that they yeah. can't you can't you can't possibly be a rock star anymore exactly. it's like, oh, it's like <laughs> that's not cool shit he's just super dismissive <laughs> and like every interview he's like I oh, fucking don't want to be here like well, exactly. but I've also yeah. seen him do Interviews that are like where he's into it and he like gets along with whoever's interview. He did with like him. a comedy bit where for the what what and the butt guy on uh, Tosh point oh like he showed oh, up really? yeah like a song okay. about the what what and the butt guy like he's just random like he yeah, does yeah, rocks yeah. their sheet does what yeah. he wants to do and well, it's they, like they exactly, did a San yeah. Quentin beat the shit of some guy making hats whatever yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Um, I it's when the, it's it, well, it's yeah, the, it's I the was domestic say, maybe stuff. Maybe he was in the right. Well, maybe. it's yeah. the domestic <laughs> stuff that does get a little bit uh, that gets a little bit shitty. He's married to Brody Dale, um, formerly Brody Armstrong of the Distillers fame. Um. One of my favorite bands of all time. One of the best um, female fronted, um, not only punk bands, like just a fantastic voice, fantastic artist. Anyway, they um, get married after the divorce, um, after her divorce. And um, they've had like three kids together. Now, in the past um, year, all three of these kids have filed um, restraining orders against their father. Oh, and no. it's getting yeah, it's getting dicey. And oh, there is no. a there is a great um, courtroom transcription of some rock star shit that oh, is very no. funny. So um, it's not very funny how they ended up there. Definitely domestic um, uh, abuse or disturbance or whatever the case was. Um, somebody's filing for. I think they were both filing for restraining orders against each other. So definitely a tumultuous um, situation. I don't really know what's going on there. But in the courtroom transcription, they're asking like what led up to um, this big blowout. And Brody says that she hasn't released music in a long time. The Distillers famously only put out three records, and they're fantastic. Um, then she did um, a different band called Spinneret and has done some solo stuff. She releases music very sporadically. So on the eve of her announcing her tour... The Queens of the Stone Age announced like a same, t a similar tour or whatever, like in the similar <laughs> cities and stuff like that. And Brody's oh like, my God. what the fuck? Like, this just yeah. seems like unnecessary and like competitive. And now we have to figure out what we're going to do with the kids and all of this shit or whatever. And Josh Harvey looks at his wife in the courtroom and goes, competitive. Do you think you're on my fucking level? Do you think you're, we're even competing <laughs> with each other? But he's not wrong. I, mean, I know, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm saying. He's absolutely right. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's just like, I, I, when you read it, I just like to say that my support of uh, songs uh, for the deaf has nothing to do with uh, Josh Ami's <laughs> personal uh, life or his domestic uh, I was going to have a quick cut was and not, then come back to I was not, not trying to stir the shit up <laughs> at all yeah, when I chose like, oh, this no. album. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this is just shirtless Steve Letts after. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 It'll just be yeah. a four minute episode. We yeah. talked about mushrooms. Yeah. Just yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. Every shot to you just cut from here. You know, and but but like that's the thing I think with every... I mean, except for like Dave Grohl, <laughs> everybody has like some shit about them, right? You like we were talking about star worship and like or like idolization of um, of artists that you respect, mm -hmm. and it like it does get to that level. I think that um, uh, that you have to like fucking separate the you know what I mean the art from the artist or whatever because like I mean it's just rock and roll. Like these are mm -hmm. fantastic songs, right. and it would be silly. You know what I mean? For anybody to to burn this album like a fucking LeBron jersey just because, you know, I mean, um, I mean, unless something like more. I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Right, right, mm -hmm. right. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know the details of why there are restraining orders being filed. And that <laughs> yeah. is concerning. So. We'll come back for episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone knows that. But it is a fucking uh, it's an unbelievable record. He did a really cool. Uh, there's this great guy that does uh, these interviews. It's called like Noise. And he's a guitar player, and then he just goes and meets up with like his guitar heroes. Cool. Yeah. And all it is is just him, and they just sit side by side with the guitar each, and they just talk about certain licks or certain or whatever with that. Yeah. And the one with Josh is fucking phenomenal because yeah. he walks through. He has so many like just tasty, simple rock and roll yeah. fucking things, but it's like he's one of those players, one of those guitar players too, similar to an Angus Young or something like that, where everyone, at, from a glance, you're like, these are all simple songs yeah. to play but you never hear anyone play it just Perfect. exactly like yeah. that like it's always a little off whenever i hear someone oh, do a totally. cover something and it's like no one can quite his uh he's just got a certain touch with a guitar that's yeah, you phenomenal can play those few chords but you can't play it like that person. yeah and then he's just there's all these great single lick and it, i mean his fuzz tones with his distortion like there's all these really classic pedals he's a fucking nerd for this shit mm -hmm. yeah. so i appreciate it uh, being a fellow music nerd on that level of it's like oh he you've seen he, the ranch like the he, oh it's unbelievable it's crazy it's, it's so cool it's just the ranch where they record like it's just oh, okay. like the rooms upon rooms of all of this equipment and shit. Yeah, cool. just like that's and like cool. similar to Dave Grohl. I think they're both right. like we know Dave bought that whole like console that's like that yeah. old like he, Josh yeah. has done this with every like he's got every amp ever made. Like, it's, just, <laughs> like it's crazy. Every I have old a friend amp. who, who <clears throat> excuse me, I have a friend who spent a New Year's Eve at the ranch with oh. him and Brody was there at the time they were wow. together. And I Hard think to Helen Mirren that. was there too. Wow. Yeah. Fucking Hard to top that. What a who's wow. who. Yeah. 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 I don't want to brag, but I saw Randy Myers wrestle on this New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fucking dope, guys. That's, that's, that's close. That's a close second. Randy Myers, 
Oh yeah. my god. Oh, oh, I love just, the guy. Oh, absolutely fucking hell of a wrestler too. Yeah. The new oh. Vancouver champion. To, uh, real quick, they timed <laughs> the match. This is so dope. They timed the match so like the countdown was like 10, 9, and then he, he pinned the guy with like oh, 3, 2, no. 1. <laughs> it was fucking dope. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. It was, yeah, it was super yeah. dope. I took my girlfriend who had never like experienced a wrestling thing or like yeah. seen anything. I haven't and, gone to local wrestling. Where is it held? So this one, it was at, like, you know, the Legion on commercial? Mm-hmm. You know, the upstairs, there used to be comedy there, I think. There's like oh, an upstairs room. I thought there was a bowling alley upstairs. Bowling alley no, there's a bowling alley like the uh, down the street a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or sorry, um, across the street, Legion yeah. on commercial. So, okay. so it's like the Legion on commercial, but it's like this upstairs room. It's this. It's just a big hall looking room. Is uh, this uh, the Dolly something? The this promotion? No, for no, 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 no. This is like boom wrestling. Okay. Which was like a very like uh, a pretty campy kind of vibe, yeah. like, but it was fucking hilarious oh, there yeah, was like yeah. instead of a loser like there's always like a loser leaves town matches right, right. Yeah. they had a loser leaves time match <laughs> <laughs> so uh, abraham lincoln was just fighting uh, some guy and he had to like put a dude into a time machine yeah it was fucking hilarious that dude i'm down down with any show i will like yeah. i said i will go see if it's a production like this is it's a that. play it's a yeah. whole thing it's just a play yeah. i will go watch fucking it it could be like an elvis impersonator but if he's really good and he's playing in Abbotsford on the weekend like yeah. we're going that's hilarious yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. have you guys heard about the Harlem Globetrotters coming to town because that's a little camp that I'm into that I'm very they excited are. about yeah. sure. I think if you can add a little pageantry to anything you just make it a little bit more I fun. went to a Harlem Globetrotters basketball camp when I was a that's kid right. by uh, Mel Mel Davis was his name and he's like old an old guy he, he like, sounds, sounds used, like an old guy used yeah. to be a Harlem Globetrotter back in like the fucking 80s this dude was like I don't know I want to say like Definitely in his sixties by this point when I was in there, and like to the day, just sitting at half court, just fucking goosh, <laughs> just buckets all day long, <laughs> like oh no problem, God. like oh doing the God. raddest shit, but being old as fuck. Yeah, he yeah. was dope. Cool. Shout That's out to Mel sick. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball kids. <Yeah. laughs> so an A and B sound was this like? So when you came in, you also said that you're a Bjork fan. Where does um? Where do you uh? Like I kind of have like quartered myself for so long or whatever just being like a fan of like uh like one genre specific of music mm-hmm. or whatever and now i'm like opening the doors or whatever does anything anything goes into your player or? you know what when i when i worked at AB sound um there was so we had a deal with the local like insurance corporation like with icbc and yeah. so uh basically when people because back in those days people carried their entire fucking music library in a Hell wallet yeah. in their car yeah. right. oh, so yes. if you had good yes. insurance and your car got robbed mm-hmm. you would get your cds replaced Whoa, so some nice. people would come into the store and they'd be like i've got 400 credits what should i listen to and so you just get to that's pretty fun it was like you know they'd have ideas of what they like already and then you could just build stuff out from that so you're just just, the algorithm that would be you are the yeah yeah yeah, you are their shuffle (laughs) their discover weekly for the next year of their life i did that i saw my little sister um i was downloading a bunch of music when i was uh i came out to visit my dad one year my um i was finally get to see my little sisters um uh, for a few weeks in the summer and in the winter time and i was listening to uh rants at ruby soho and my little sister Jen was just like bouncing up and down as like a baby and I remember like okay we're gonna do something with this and I kind of <laughs> I did the algorithm thing with her like when she was a few years older or whatever I was just kind of throwing music at her and I had like LimeWire set up on my dad's computer just like a ticking time bomb ready to fuck with that whole thing and um, I just gave her like a list of all the bands that I listened to and I made the coolest fucking human. Like, yeah. she's so yeah. rad. Yeah, but think that's, that's like such human. a huge way like to yeah. get into music. Like I said, yeah. I listened to Nirvana and these bands because my older brother listened to these bands. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what the cool the cool kids yeah. listen to fucking all this stuff. Well, my, my brothers listened to like Pantera and stuff like that and they were fucking assholes. And they like, <laughs> <laughs> I got like bullied so hard and stuff. So then like I well, went that's the to, thing. My brother wasn't yeah. like willingly. He would never totally. have written me a list of what he listened to. Fucking, there's never a chance to like it. sneak yeah. into his room totally. while he wasn't home and yeah. he'd still be like, you touched my fucking CDs. And like, no, that, and he's yeah. like, they're out of order. Yeah. Like, in Pantera's totally. defense, <laughs> "Far Beyond Driven" is a fucking great yeah. album, and I did steal that from my brother's <laughs> room. But, um, uh, but like, um, like finding like my like my <laughs> own camp me. or whatever, like that was like the biggest thing, and it took me so long to like. Um, uh, this is a band that you see like on everybody's patch and everybody's jacket. So like you're supposed to like them, but like I couldn't get into it at that time, or it wasn't right. necessarily mm-hmm. for me and stuff like that. So you'd try so hard knocking on all these doors or whatever because like this is the umbrella of punk rock and this is what you're supposed to listen to um but then like finding what like maybe you like a little bit more ska than you do hardcore and stuff like that are very vast differences of like what is under this umbrella um but i had to like find it all myself it's so goddamn cool 
that you got to just like deliver somebody that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I have a, um, a sister, I have two older sisters and my eldest sister is from my dad's first marriage. And mm-hmm. so we grew up in different provinces. And so she used to send us mixtapes. Hell yeah. Sick. And so it was like, cool. that was the fucking coolest, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're yeah. like, sure. The, and so, yeah, getting Small, to do that for other people is the, yeah. is the best. So we do that now on like uh, for sibling birthdays, we make each other playlists on Spotify. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so oh, dope. Yeah. That's Hell so yeah. dope. Yeah. And it, because of that, did you find like, did you, because from what the albums you were kind of thinking about doing for this, I mean, obviously you're in Queen's Synergy, it seems like you've got a pretty diverse, like yeah. you listen to a I'm lot of different kind of stuff. Place, Has it always been sure. the case? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a, I was a lazy ass kid when I was little. I was this like, I was just lazy as fuck. I just wanted to watch much music. That's <laughs> yeah. all I ever wanted to do. Sick. Back mm-hmm. when there was just music videos on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there would be yeah. like Rap City and then mm-hmm. there would be The Wedge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'd watch shows about Coastal Electric a Circus, lot of, a lot of Canadian yeah. bullshit crammed in there. Yeah. Gotta yeah. give them as mm-hmm. it should be. Uh, yeah. 65 is wicked yeah. and weird on the wedge. Is like, sure. like fucking you know what I mean? To this day, still, uh, still uh, kills. Or like, yeah, do you remember the video for uh, One Evening by Feist where it's her and Buck 65 dancing? It's the yes. cutest thing you've ever seen. Oh, like, no, anyways. cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just like, uh, I, I've just always been like a, a music nerd. That's all I ever really gave a fuck about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you, and so, you do yeah, play a little like bit. It gives you a taste for all sort of different genres. But I, you mentioned Bjork specifically. I did consider, I just thought it would be weird. I was looking at the list of other albums. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, done. I was like, Bjork would be a fucking curveball. Homogenic or post. Anyone out there? You should. That might uh, be the second biggest you. curveball next to Darcy Brute Collins' uh, Randy Newman's album. Randy, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, we were convinced <laughs> that he was doing a bit. I, I thought it was. Like, I thought he was going to come in with the whole thing. And then he sat down. He was like, fuck both of you. This is a great album. I've literally talked to him about it since because I was like, oh, man, you're a big Randy Newman because I'm like, yeah, he's like, he's one of these dudes. He's like, it's undeniable. It's like he's written all these songs, but it's like, I'm not going to fucking put on a Randy Newman album, but like, it's really, really good, but I think it's great. It was so funny because listening to it in the, like, I'm like, what is he going to say about this? And then not expecting him to come in and be like, it's the greatest album of all time. (laughs) I love that so much. It's It's a great take on it. Yeah, right? Because if I picture Darcy Boone Collins walking, I hear Randy Newman playing. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, I get it. I 100%. Just get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. I think it yeah. was, I think, uh, Ellen Williams said, Darcy Boone Collins walks like a farmer on his way to fix a fence post. <laughs> <laughs> just perfect. That was right. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? I think that was Ellen Williams. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's God. fucking hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my funny. God, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So where does, um, uh, when does comedy come in, Steve? Because, like, I've, since, what, since, we, yeah, we were saying that since we've all started, you've been a fixture here. Yeah, I've been yeah. doing it for like seven years now. Okay. I think. I've been doing it long enough. Now I remember seeing you way before any comedy. I've only been doing it for like four years, but I was like, mm-hmm. I definitely remember seeing you before. Oh, I remember, yeah. like I've been doing it long enough now that when I tell people, like when uh, when people I know or I've known for years ask about it, they're like, oh, still, you know. Oh man, they don't see like the like the like the work that goes into that. I mean, especially yeah. like uh, like getting to the point that we're aspiring to. I mean, having an album and seeing your name like on headlining mm-hmm. posters and stuff like that getting like you know what i mean some out of town get like work and stuff like that where um uh where are you at as far as um uh do you do you ever shove that shit in their face a no, no 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 or just really. say yeah no still just still still poking away still plugging away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean people i mean i'm sure you get it too like people will be like oh how, is it, how are your little skits or you know what i mean oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 but it is a silly everybody, like, said, everybody thinks yeah. that they could that i can use it like oh, you, right. you, you, you can use that, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. like yeah, oh yeah. you're gonna be talking about that on stage can't wait to share your musings on couponing yeah yeah no uncle jim that was severely racist yeah. I'll get canceled as fuck yeah. if I, yeah. I am not repeating this yeah. out of this dinner table. Yeah. I would like yeah. to not be associated with you publicly. <laughs> I understand you like Jay Leno, but like there's a reason why we only invited this dinner about Hispanics at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that being said, there is like, um, but I do talk about my family a lot, so it is kind of funny to like, um, you know, finding the way. Um, I don't know that like there's a joke that my dad will tell me in the truck that regardless of how funny it might be, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, how do I, you know, take this from like a different lens or whatever to make this funny for everybody. Right. Which is, I don't know. There's a lot of jokes or whatever that it's like, is that too much work? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like who's Mm -hmm. is it? But there's like, you're trying to find that core of the funny and then make it, you know, like so that the whole room could enjoy. 
is uh, I, I think it's like a daunting task or whatever. It's an art. <laughs> it's sure. definitely yeah. Art. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It definitely is. And also, it's an not always possible. It's, it's, it's yeah. a totally fine yeah. thing to abandon. It, totally. It's, totally. I, I right? Yeah. That's where, it, like, totally, it's funny yeah. because I think we were talking about this the other day. It's like when we were starting, you just want to make a name for yourself. You want to get to the point where you don't have to, like, um, you know, like, like be at every mic or do so. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, um, and the shit that really gets people talking is the wilder stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. I think that, like, uh, a few years into it now, like, we just want to talk about stuff that, like, we think is funny. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And and a lot of that is like, you know, I'm talking about like, uh, you know, how much debt or my relationship with like the Canada Revenue Agency. Jackie's talking about Survivor, and you're just like, you're, you're <laughs> noticing Survivor and Blue Man Group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but like, th- that's uh, that's exactly what you should be doing, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Totally. Anyways, not yeah. that I'm some fucking expert, but mm-hmm. like, b- make specificity universal. Like, yeah. just talk mm-hmm. about what you want to, and make people get into it. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. What you should be doing. And yeah. it's right. like, so what are you finding like a Survivor common. and um, like uh, right now I'm trying to do like a lot of this stuff. <laughs> oh, my my relationship with debt. Yeah. That's everybody's into it. So fucking relatable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think like when we started out too, like that wild shit, it was still like relevant to my life. And now, like when I do those bits and tell those stories, it almost feels like not genuine anymore because that's like not really what my life and then is you anymore. Feel like yeah. you're not, you can feel that you're yeah. selling it poorly when exactly. you're telling them. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, and the audience feels yeah. it. Yeah. Like they absolutely. know when you're like, oh, this exactly. is not like a yeah. fucking like you yeah. know. Because there are like there are bullshit stories that I will tell that are like this yeah. is just a funny made up story, like exactly. whatever. Totally. Yeah. But like. There is, yeah, there are ones I'm like, ah, this is not like, a, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't feel this way anymore. Or like, I don't necessarily, yeah. or, or whatever, like, it's yeah. just not. I've also looked at some of that stuff, like, there is, like, um, there, like, the, you're, you're chasing, like, the pop that you used to get from telling that story, but if, yeah, like, trying to, like, rewrite it in a way that's more relevant to now, rather than just being like, fuck this, and, like, move on, you know what I mean? Like, right. do something yeah. different. Yeah, 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 you, you want, I, I get that, like, you want the same sort of pop, like, w- and when writing new material, but you don't want to just be repeating the same shit to get there. Exactly, yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes I guess advancing means taking uh, smaller laps for a period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. That's what actually when we had Marito on, he was talking about that. He was like, he got to a point where you have to be okay with just like bombing or not doing as well as you're used to with when you're just throwing shit at the wall, and that's how you ultimately get better. But totally. you have to be. I mean, I yeah. th- the thing like there are, there are some comics who, if you see them having a bad set, they don't look. F- pressed at all about you know yeah. what I mean? yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. someone who's totally loose eating shit and yeah. it's like uh, it's uh, oh. there's a confidence in the I, silence I, I am so not cool. like that at all I'm seven years in the game and when I start to bomb I go louder and faster that's yeah. my yeah. only move yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean oh you don't like gay sex stuff I don't have a lot of other gears <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. This uh, is what yeah. we're finished. Yeah. Yeah. The next seven minutes are going to be the audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a week that Jackie was just calling the motherfuckers. And like, you guys suck or whatever. Like, <laughs> Calling pieces of shit. shit. Yeah, Fuck you guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when did you feel? When did you start feeling like? Obviously, you're more comfortable now when that happens. Where you're just like, yeah, you'll just fucking whatever like that. At what point? Because I'm only just feeling a little bit now. I still cater. I'm like, oh, go back to the fucking Panama joke. Oh, for yeah. sure. Or whatever like that. Whatever. Yeah. It's not going so well. I don't beat myself up as much as I used to. I used to mm-hmm. like leave steaming. Like yeah, I would right. like be yeah. like punching bushes and stuff <laughs> on my way from the yucks open mic. Like, <laughs> just like like literally flipping out on the street. It's like fuck, fuck. Like it's like and like people be like, what happened in this guy's life? And he's like, oh, it's a bad I had, five I had, minutes. My had joke a bad only five. got a seven out of ten. Yeah, I had a bad five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I yeah. mean, everyone, everyone does though like everyone uh, it's well, not it's everyone such, it's <laughs> well no that's true some, some yeah. are way more confident they get off like i, I knew, fucking cried oh my god yeah. 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 yeah 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 but no uh, yeah i think um it's okay it's okay to <laughs> yeah. it's okay to <laughs> you just got yeah like you said you, you get better at shrugging it off mm-hmm. yeah. has your process changed at all like th- throughout this through like seven years do you have like a specific like i write on this day or like i fucking do uh, like, i'm so i'm so uh, I'm so uneven with it. I've never, I've never applied like a, a regular practice for a great period of time. It's uh, writing is like meditating. Like I fuck around with it in yeah. sp- in mm-hmm. spurts here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'll try and implement a practice of like do 30 minutes a day. Like write, write with prompts. Just do journal entries. Just write mm-hmm. something every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my process has always been like long form bits that then yeah. I try to whittle down to yeah. jokes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it's kind of just the same. But I, mm-hmm. I am, no, I am certainly no more prolific than I was at any point, uh, in, in since I've started. 
Mm. Hey, pretty goddamn prolif- pro- yeah. Pro- yeah. prolific right now, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm getting enough uh, of stuff there. We're kind of getting to the point where, like, longer sets are coming in, and it's almost um, the um, like the start out phase isn't enough time to. Um, to, to like work out the ideas in a sense, right? Like going to like a five minute open mic spot isn't as beneficial now as, right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Having um, the time to like spread your legs and work at the same time. Spread on the other hand, there legs. you, yeah. <laughs> Stretch your legs, what is it? Spread your wings? <laughs> spread your legs. <laughs> your legs. Spread, your spread your legs and work, not just spread your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Spread your wings and fly, legs and work. I yeah. got it. I, was I don't understand how you guys get the job done, but that's the yeah. way that I'm fucking yeah. holding See, these down. noobs have never yeah. turned a trick in their life. Yeah. Cool, Jesus you're better Christ. than us. All right. yeah. um, but with that, <laughs> you know, with that being said, so that you kind of have to like um, uh, find ways to like chisel out. Um, well, and comics like, the have to be to work, fucking right? patient with themselves extra over the last few years. Like in oh, Vancouver, yeah. there's fucking nowhere for you to work. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, exactly, there are, yeah. I mean, not, not that there are no rooms. There are a lot of people out there hustling hard to produce rooms and they're doing a great job but they're they're, you know considering pre-pandemic numbers where there Mm -hmm. was there was an open mic every single night of the week if not multiple on a couple nights of the week Mm -hmm. um and there there were way more rooms plus two actual functioning comedy clubs working in this city yeah and now like it's 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 in a rebuilding phase and but uh people people have to be kind to themselves that there's just not uh, no one's getting enough stage time so we have to kind of yeah, we just have to kind of like figure it out on our own. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we yeah, went nuts. That's, that's why we started like producing our own shows producing, and stuff. We've got which, other like, stuff on the horizon. Yeah. And which too, like which sucks to do because I hate producing it's a pain shows. In the ass. I, so I think stressful. about it yeah. all the time, and I will probably never do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to contribute something to the Vancouver comedy scene. Like I. I did run an open mic, the grimmest open mic in Vancouver <laughs> for two years. So I've. I have done. You put the fucking done time. time. Yeah. 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 That was years ago. So I would love to produce a show, but I don't fucking want to. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a ton of work. To I do. just yeah. recently stepped down from with with comedy rank of just like just with, for this year. I'm just like ah, mm-hmm. I just like it was literally like five shows a week, and then I'm like I just like I'll be honest with you, I want to do comedy. I don't want to fucking yeah, I don't want to deal with the bullshit. And it like allows yeah. you to do comedy, but like but then it reaches a point where you're not really doing, and it's like oh, suddenly you're just kind of worrying about doing the shows, and then you're not doing the shows that you're fucking producing, and you're oh, like, well, yeah. this is fucking dumb. Well, like, like, what am I? Your time better spent like um uh, uh writing jokes or you know having a conversation and being like, who is a good lineup on this night? And uh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> just stressing about fucking exactly. ticket sales or the politics. Like, Cancellations, dealing with club owners for not giving them time. Oh, yeah. Someone who's gone with telling people who's maybe not ready. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. just gotten out of the restaurant industry. I have no interest in negotiating with restaurant managers again in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm fucking done with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I did this forever. I'm yeah. good. Like, we were really like, lucky with the open mic that we ran because the venue had no expectations. They were making zero money on that night, and they had a beautiful stage and microphone. So they were like, mm-hmm. "Come on in!" And everyone came in and ate a dick for you know two years. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I hear a lot of people who have nightmare venue runners, and that's, oh, what, what an yeah. extra bummer. Exactly. And yeah. then oh, like yes, the they are trying to make money. Yeah. I get some. Yeah. Of, like I get the I get the money thing. Uh, to me, it was a huge. Uh, whoa, Jesus. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, Ty's, Ty's, Ty's first day on the one. First day is yeah, producing yeah. with a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't doing shit before. Uh, I didn't really realize this until, and like, I, I don't like being the person who's like, fucking. There's enough people who shit on Vancouver. Yeah. I'm just like fucking seeing blah, yeah. fucking. Yeah. No one includes me. Does I don't get booked and fucking blah and all this horse shit. But I have to say, when we booked our little like road trip in the summer. Mm-hmm. I've never had an easier time finding venues yeah. like to do yeah. our own shit at. It was just like it was so fucking easy to mm-hmm. do. And here it's like pulling goddamn teeth. Like to find a similar room that you could find in, so uh, in granted Kamloops. it's Kamloops yeah. or yeah. Edmonton. Yeah. Forget it. Like for the the amount of money it would cost to rent out something like the Grindstone Theater, yeah. for example, mm-hmm. in Edmonton, to do that here would be like thousands of dollars compared to. A hundred bucks. <laughs> well, it's keeping good shows up. We've tried to do it with. Um, we're trying to incorporate like music with the show and stuff. Maybe live podcast or comedy and music and stuff like that afterwards would be um, sweet. But these venues that like um, the, that are doing music, prices, are, Jesus just like But then you. I, but I, I'll do get it from a business standpoint where it's Fuck like, yeah, yeah they they yeah. they need to pay outlandish rent at this fucking place. So if right. it's like every yeah. night isn't a fucking super super success, yeah, yeah, or they can't bring a DJ in like <laughs> well, late night to yeah. pay, yeah. Can't get a trivia night. 
Yeah, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting priced out by trivia. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. we've, got, we've yeah. got to be fucking cheaper than than drag, at right? Least. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but it's not yeah. as good as a show as a drag no, show. No, we're not nearly exactly. as entertaining. No, are you kidding me? Like, fuck, be, drag shows are like, unbelievable. Comedy, comedy shows can be a huge bummer sometimes. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> like, like, I get. You better be yeah. a business owner and inherit something. Best when a venue agrees to let there be a comedy show but won't charge people cover, so you are always telling jokes to people who didn't know there was going to be comedy. Surprise! Who was loving? Surprise yeah. show of oh, any kind, totally. Favorite. Or even like it's up to us, like as like uh, like like newer producers or whatever. We book um, our friends on a last minute show as last one of the new year that we didn't realize the energy that they're going to bring in which order, and we're looking at yeah. each other like, "Fuck, <laughs> nobody's going to be here to pick this up, pick up yeah. this energy." Until the people that are just <laughs> at a bar on a Monday, yeah. at eight p.m. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like not barflies. the sh- going to show yeah. kind of people. Yeah, totally. like, they look over right. and all of a sudden yeah. the comics are like picking on them and stuff, and they're like, are you "I'm just trying to." Stave off the shakes because yeah. I'm a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. fuck alone. Now I got Sharon Mahoney fucking screaming yeah. crazy no. shit at me. <laughs> no, when she does it, it's always hilarious. Oh, it is always She's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. I did a show with Sharon Mahoney uh, uh, in a restaurant that was in a hotel in Coquitlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yuck Yucks was running shows out of this place for a while. I think it was mm-hmm. the executive hotel. And it was a fucking bizarre setup because it's a, a restaurant that's also attached to the lobby. So it's like three story, like cathedral on oh, one side. Weird. So like the sound is weird and there's giant flat screens on. (laughs) And so the the middle uh, did a bit that blew the mic out. And so we had to do the second half of the show like street like crier oh, style. Sharon's like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, the thing is like, they, uh, cause I was hosting. So my opening set was like, didn't go super hot. But yeah. then once I had to scream it for them, once they saw us like struggling, the yeah. audience was way, way warmer. Of course. Uh, and then yeah. of course Sharon killed it. Cause she's done, you know, street performing oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, a force. And fucking this guy in the crowd at the end that she was picking on really hard (laughs) got very drunk. And like all of a sudden he just kept saying, women aren't funny. And like at finally his, his wife or girlfriend wound up and clocked him across the face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking a little lady slap. Like his his whole body moved. Yeah. uh, I think one of his friends uh, took him out of there. It was Sharon. Sharon sold a lot of merch that night. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There was a bunch of Thundercunt fucking posters sold that night. Hell yeah. That's insane. She is a force. That is hilarious. She's so fucking dope. But to be straight up, like I will put someone who like you in the same category of like fucking murderers who are so nice to yeah. new comics when you yeah. have no need to be. Everyone should be nice to new comics. Everyone should be nice to new comics. Yeah, new comic definitely not what the yeah. case is at all, but it's like, yeah. it's always, it's always, uh, it's, it amazes me how it's like, it's always the people who are the fucking best mm-hmm. who, who have really been the nice. It's, you know, yeah. it's the people that, to be honest, you kind of get on the same level as or even like maybe start surpassing surpass, a little yeah. bit and it's like, that were the biggest fucking pricks like yeah. ever. Mm, totally. Yeah. It's a weird, I mean, like there's a weird psychology to doing stand up comedy because a lot of us are like, we talk a very self deprecating game, but you have to think that you have something special to hold a room's attention. Oh, if, you yeah. think, if you think that your thoughts can fucking entertain strangers, yeah. you must think that you're bringing something interesting to the table. Yeah. Right? yeah. So there is, there is ego. There's a lot of ego. Of course. In, it's independent in art scene. There's going to be a lot of hurt. All, all of us are vying, especially, you know, as Canadian uh, entertainers as well. Like, we're all vying for a very small sliver. So, oh, there, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, but it's still, it's unfortunate to see that kind of shittiness. Yeah. Just be, yeah. be nice mm-hmm. to newbies because they might yeah. fucking surpass you and give you a job later. Well, <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. That's yeah, the thing. definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, like, being a plumber for 10 years, I know kids that I've taught how to read a tape measure that are, like, running, you know, these jobs and stuff like that. And you're going to see that happen. And, it, you know, it'll kind of happen very quickly. But you do get, um, you know, the, the, tri- the chance to deal with a lot of... Um, I just think like mentally ill people or something, you know what I mean? That are, that there's, um, I love to find the, uh, um, of like a, of the batch of like new comics or whatever. There's ones that you can tell are just like here because they don't have anything else to do. And there's ones that are kind of like, you can tell are going to be great. You know what I mean? And I really like to see, um, you know, there's a couple, I think like Aiden or whatever, would probably be like top of that list or whatever, just kind of like bubbling to the top or, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's cool to see like, um, cause like I did it with Jackie. Right. So it was like, a, it's, it's, it's hard to to kind of push through this this muck when there's no shortage of comics and a serious shortage of stage time. You know what I mean? And like right. who's going to be here yeah. later? Is, but then uh, all perspective too, because like I hear like I'm like, well, I don't live in fucking Manitoba. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There's even less stage time. Well, right? exactly. Right. Right. We are pretty lucky. Doesn't, I thought Winnipeg had a good. Maybe Winnipeg. Yeah, maybe I mean, it may be a bad example. I'm like, our fucking Fort Saint John, wherever the fuck it is. But it's like, yeah. So I'm like, I try to like, am I just being a Am I just bumming myself out I here? And it's like you be, got fucking. Well, I mean, even even before the pandemic and all of the sort of like venue shutdowns, there there was already a problem because Vancouver is so expensive, and so a lot of uh, comics get priced out and move back to the cities they came from or, yeah. or to other more affordable cities. Yeah, we've yeah. seen that's just been exacerbated yeah. because of the pandemic as well. Yeah, that's sure. happened on a huge But it, scale I, I just I, th- I think there's like I think there's hope. Like I do, it does feel like things are rebuilding. Like yeah. Comedy mm-hmm. After Dark is a fucking proper comedy club. You know, like yeah, we yeah. have we have one solid all the time comedy venue. There mm-hmm. are open mics building. Like I, I think, yeah. There's there are some lots other of great and, independent shows like happening too, mm-hmm. and they're just like, p- people are just like, they're truly like they're trying. Like people yeah. are trying yeah. it, so yeah. I can't okay. really like shit. And I'm a whore yeah. for stage time, so I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> sure. And there's another yeah. thing too is that like I think we get like lost in the in the city. What we and Jackie kind of done is like um we're branching out a little bit. We went to comedy and started. We're doing ours to Coquitlam story and started doing um like a monthly out there. And I mean, people are fucking thanking us. Rad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even, like, well, I mean, you know, like that, you know right? there's there's yuck yucks in Surrey. When will yeah. this podcast be online? Um, Probably next Monday. Or next Monday. Monday, yeah. Yeah. not this coming Monday, but the following. Um, it could be this this coming Monday. Yeah, we have it's. Well, uh, we're gonna plug. I can't. Well, just, just mentioning uh, yeah. servicing uh, uh, comedy in the outlying communities. I will be headlining uh, Surrey Yuck Yucks uh, mm-hmm. on the thirteenth and fourteenth of January. Oh, huge underserved. Like it's crazy that there hasn't been more comedy or haven't been more comedy nights out in Surrey over the years. So Yuck Yucks having the sort of issues that they had with the venue in Vancouver. has since moved out, and they're running it out of the casino there and it, there's a you know there's are you gonna too. do it at Hastings yeah. Racehorse too now yeah they're doing one on at Hastings on Fridays I think as well <laughs> they're doing it on the racehorse really? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's in the <laughs> middle of the middle of the track as the horses run around the car <laughs> yeah. uh, half shows when they shoot one for breaking a leg <laughs> <laughs> Awful. yeah so it's uh, yeah the, there's there's stuff and uh, it's mm-hmm. good to be serving the sort of outlying communities as well not just Vancouver proper. Hell yeah. yeah yeah I think there's so many anytime I've done a gig like in White Rock or fuck any of that oh, shit it's so always it's awesome it's always super great because it's so like there's not as much shit like going, out on, going on there. And yeah. you mentioned Kamloops earlier. Like some of the mm. best shows of my life have been in fucking Kamloops. Yeah, well, that oh, fucking man, Effie, that Effie that Theater. That Effie so Theater cool. was like the best. That was a fucking um, insane show. Like yeah. it was totally. insane how awesome it was. Great deal. Great people to work with. Like mm-hmm. super fair door deal. Like the whole fucking thing was awesome. Yeah. I think that's it's an eye opener. We'll be back. We'll be back in April. Hell yeah. I'll be back there later this month actually with OK Dope. Me and Kamloops and Vernon and Salmon Arm and yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck awesome. yeah. That whole little stretch is really cool. We had a we yeah. had a fucking blast out that way. We, yeah, that was, that was something that was new to us this year of just like getting out of out even of the surrounding areas and like cuz telling telling fucking dick and poop jokes in other towns is where oh. it's at. It's so <laughs> yeah. fun. It's yeah. so much fun. I I do get like a little paranoid cuz my material is very gay. So mm-hmm. I have this like stupid outdated idea of like these hillbillies are going like, to yeah, yeah, yeah. pitchfork and torch forks, me out of yeah, here. Yeah. And like oh, I no, mean so did you go to Calgary and, and I was like yeah. you, 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 I don't want to jinx myself before this tour, <laughs> but it uh, yeah. hasn't happened yet and yeah. more often than not they're like it's just uh, underserved underentertained people who totally. just love to laugh. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to find a them all over the place, and it's uh, it's gonna be sweet to get to them, to get to them more frequently, you know. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Exactly. And that's the shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess you plugged um everything that uh, that, that you watched. Shamelessly, you and I <laughs> thank you for allowing it. Oh my oh, god, of course. Yeah, of course. We'll put all the links to everything down there. Yep. We have listeners out in that uh, neck of the woods. So if you're not gonna go see Steve, then you suck, and you can die. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I don't care if you have prior engagements. that statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cancel your fucking plans, right? Prior engagements mean nothing anymore because Steve lets us come into town. Yeah. yeah. Dude, thank you so much for coming thank on, so man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Cool. All right. Peace. Peace.